Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to the Lend Academy podcast, episode number 85. This is your host, Peter Renton, founder of Lend Academy. I hope everybody had a nice holiday break. Here we are in the for the first episode of 2017, and we are talking small business lending, SBA lending to be exact. I'm delighted to welcome Evan Singer, who is the CEO of SmartBiz. Now, they've only been around about four years, but in that short time, they have made a, a dramatic impact. In fact, they are now the number one provider of SBA loans under $350,000. They recently got that honor and they beat out Wells Fargo. So I wanted to get them on the show, talk about how they've been able to do that. And Evan explains how the process works, how he's been able to make the SBA lending process faster and simpler for small business owners, and how he's been able to get an extremely high percentage of approvals when it comes to you know, sending these loans on to the banks that actually fund the loans. Uh, we also we talk about what kinds of banks he's working with, how the whole banking relationship works, and much more. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Evan. Hey, Peter. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, let's just get started to give the listeners a little bit of background about yourself and tell us what you what you did before SmartBiz. Sure. Well, many years ago, I went to Stanford University, uh, but since then, what I've done with most of my career is really build and grow new companies. I've been an entrepreneur and I've started up several different companies and have been focused mainly on identifying needs in the market that aren't being well met by uh, current products or services, and then building a product or service to better meet that need in the market and building a brand and a team around that and, and a company. And so I've done that in consumer industries, in medical technology, mm-hmm. and now in financial technology. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, so, and it sounds like you joined SmartBiz in 2013, and, but to tell us a little bit about the origins of SmartBiz and, and kind of, because I, I think on your website it says 2009. So what's, um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about how you got involved with SmartBiz and what the origins were. Sure. So the, the company was founded back in 2009, correct? We were actually incubated at PayPal and a venture capital firm called Venrock in Silicon okay. Valley. It was founded by Sean O'Malley and Ryan Gilbert. Uh, initially, we developed a consumer credit delivery platform online, and then in 2013, I led up the development of a small business credit delivery platform online, and we took a lot of the learnings and technology uh, that we had built from the consumer side and, and brought it over to small business. And so I actually came up initially as an advisor and a, a consultant to the company on, on the company's advisory board about five years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had started up a company previously with, with Sean, uh, and we had co- co-founded a company back in the 90s, a med tech company. And so he asked me to come up and help, and, and that, the rest is history. I mean, I've been doing this now for about five years. So th- that's the origins, though. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So why don't you just explain then what SmartBiz does exactly? So at our core, we make SBA loans easy. Uh, that's really what we're about. 
we make them easy for small businesses and easy for banks to originate uh, SBA loans. What we've built is an online marketplace for SBA loans where borrowers, small businesses come to us. They will apply online. We have a dynamic application. It makes the process much easier uh, for them. And then we'll send the right borrower to the right bank that's on our, on our platform. And that drives up approval rates so we get to yes more often than a traditional bank. And only banks on our platform are originating uh, our loans. And the reason for that is, is all of our bank partners are licensing software from us to auto-underwrite and auto-originate these SBA loans Uh, so they can move very quickly. Uh And so we're able to deliver funds to borrowers in as fast as a week after they complete their application, so much, much faster than a traditional bank. And so we're leveraging technology and really intelligent automation to to speed up the process, make it more efficient uh, for the borrowers and the banks, and also do so in a compliant manner for our bank partners. And that that efficiency and technology has has led us and, and our bank partners to combine to now provide more traditional SBA 7A loans under $350,000 than anyone in the country. Uh-huh. Uh, so more than Wells Fargo, more than Chase, and 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 that's really what we do is 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 sort of make SBA loans easy for all. All parties. So are you 100% focused on SBA then? You don't, you don't do any loans that fall outside that, uh, that bucket? That's right. Yeah, we, we only do SBA. We're very good at it, and we've built our business around that. So can you just explain a little bit then how, how the process works? Because yeah, I know there's been one of the, one of the, you know, one of the criticisms of the SBA process is, is how time-consuming, how difficult it is, and it's one of the selling points that you know, a lot of the online lenders say is that you, know, you, don't, you can get a loan, it takes you, you know, five minutes to fill out an online form and you can get a loan, whereas SBA, clearly it's, it's more than a, a five-minute process. But just can you explain exactly how you've been able to make this process simpler? Yeah, absolutely. So you're right, the traditional SBA process can be time-consuming. And and also, a lot what we find with borrowers is they'll spend the time and they'll get to, you know, they'll put a month or two months or three months in and they'll get to a no. And so it, it can be very frustrating as well. And so when we look at customer needs and kind of how they weren't being met, it, it was that approval rate. So how do we get them to a yes? And also the kind of making the process easier and faster. Uh, as most small businesses know, SBA loans typically have the lowest rates, the longest term, uh-huh. the lowest monthly payments. So that, that can really, you know, that's sort of across the board with SBA. But, but the question is really from a consumer or from a small business needs standpoint, how do you get them to a yes? And how, more often, and how do you get make the process easier? And so what we've done and, and sort of uh, gone after both of those two. So from the getting to yes standpoint, we've built a closed ecosystem with multiple lenders that originate on our platform. And what many small businesses don't know is that what one bank may say no to, another will say yes to. And so a small business would traditionally go to a branch in their town or wherever they bank, that bank might say no to an SBA loan, 
whereas the bank down the street might say yes. And mm -hmm. so we automate that. And what the software does is we'll digitize our bank partners' underwriting policies so that we know which bank is going to say yes to which credit. And that can drive up approval rates for the borrower. And some banks, they'll say yes to different, not only different underwriting policies, but also they've got different collateral requirements. They right. say yes to different industries, yes to different use of proceeds. And so it's, it's you know, the, from a small business perspective, it's how do you, how do you get them to a yes? And that, that's, that's critical. The second piece is from an ease and a speed standpoint. There's really two sides to that. First is on the borrower side. Uh -huh. We've put everything online where the borrower, you know, can, can apply and go through the application on their own time, whether it be on the nights or the weekends. In addition, a lot of traditional bank applications will ask for a slew of information that they don't necessarily need for that particular borrower. So they'll, they'll ask for, for everything on their application when they might only need half of those things right. if, depending on the borrower's use of proceeds or industry. And so our application is dynamic where we're only going to ask for the things that are needed when they're needed. So we ask for less information. For example, we don't require a business plan. And so these, you know, these, we have kind of from a, a need standpoint, the borrowers aren't inundated with requests that aren't, aren't needed. And then it's a logical and smart application that the borrower can go through. So it, it, they're able to do so quickly and easily. But from a bank standpoint, typically a bank will have seven or eight people touch a loan. They will have, it, it, they'll take just as much time to underwrite and originate a $200,000 loan as they would a $2 million loan. And it can take literally months to go to move the paperwork from one person to the next, to the next, to the next. And what we've been able to do with software is automate much of those processes. So from an underwriting to origination process, our software is able to reduce the amount of people and, and, and improve the amount of speed uh, or the amount of time that it takes for a bank to underwrite and originate these loans by as much as 70%. And so they're able to move much faster with fewer people. They're able to move through these loans quickly using the software that automates a lot of the menial work that was being done before. So in total, what, what happens is, is you get a faster process that's for, for the bank, a faster process for the borrower, and you get the borrowers to a yes faster with this great product with the low rate and the long term. So it's a win-win. Right. So you you know those the kinds of banks that you know, say you know, someone's, I don't know, they're using it just for working capital and they want to expand their business, hire new employees. You know, one, so there's, the, the, you know, or the other person might say, you know, I want to buy this $400,000 piece of equipment. And so what you do, I guess, those two are, are different situations. And you're saying that, you know which bank to send them to based on based on use of proceeds, and obviously also based on credit profile. I imagine is, is so so that that's how you're able. You take all your banks, and, and so you don't send it to the bank that's going to say no. Or do you? Like I guess that's that's the other question. I mean, how many banks do you send? Do you send this to just one or multiple? Well, we would send one loan to one bank. So when we send a loan to a bank, they will fund ninety five percent of what we send them. So incredibly high rates. And the reason is that 
we've digitized that underwriting policy and we know their use of proceeds and collateral requirements. And so everything has been customized from a software standpoint so that we will take their existing policies and digitize all those. So when we give them a, a loan, it, it's with fairly, you know, 95% confidence they're going to fund it. And so we would only send it to one bank. Okay. Okay, no, that's, yeah. that's 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 amazing. I didn't realize that you could get that high of a of a success rate. That's that's fantastic. So then, tell us about the banks. I mean, who the banks? I mean, I presume you're not sending this to Chase or Wells Fargo. I mean, uh, that would be. You know, I imagine digitizing their underwriting process may end up being uh, a bigger challenge. But I guess, I mean, uh, do you are you working with uh, with small banks, community banks, midsize, or are you working with large banks? Yeah, I mean, we certainly could work with a large bank. Their their underwriting would be easy for this for us to to digitize. Certainly, the process to work with a, a large bank would take longer. So, our current banks, I'd say, are small to medium sized banks. We have three that are originating now, and then we're adding two others in Q1 of 2015. And these are all you know, from a a couple hundred million dollars in assets to several billion dollars in assets. And so they're they're kind of small to mid-size. The the banks will lend in all 50 states. And these are all PLP banks, which is a preferred lending partner of the SBA. And what that enables the banks to do is use delegated authority from the SBA so that they don't need to send each credit to the SBA for approval. The bank can actually approve it themselves, and that speeds up the process too. Nice. Yeah. So can you just explain, like, and just for the listeners who don't don't, don't know a lot about SBA loans, could, I'd like to actually first, why don't you explain what an SBA loan is, because it's not the, not the Small Business Administration making a loan. So just explain, bank makes a loan, and what does the SBA do? Sure. The, the SBA acts as a guarantor, or I'm sorry, acts almost like an insurance company on the loan where if the loan goes bad, they will uh, pay the bank a portion of the principal back. So they, they, there's a, a guarantee that the, the SBA will, will make to the bank as long as the bank follows certain rules and regulations and policies from a, 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 a compliance standpoint. And, and also the SBA will uh, restrict how much the banks can charge. So you're, you're right, Peter. SBA loans are, are typically made by a bank. And then the, the SBA will actually provide a guarantee to the bank if that loan goes bad. And, and really, the reason they do this is so that the banks can take more risk in the market, they can go deeper into the credit spectrum. And so the SBA was established back in the 50s to help spur lending to small businesses in the country. And, and, and that's, the mission is still the same today where the SBA exists and the taxpayers support it to encourage banks to make loans to small businesses. And what's interesting actually there are guarantee fees that are paid to the SBA by the borrower when they borrow money from a bank. And actually, those fees will pay for the subsidy. So it ends up being a zero cost to the taxpayers. 
the, the guarantee fees that are paid end up supporting the other defaults that right. uh, exist. Right. So it doesn't end up costing the taxpayers anything, but it's almost like, it's like, like I said, it's almost like an insurance company. But the purpose is so that the banks go deeper into the credit spectrum. Right. And so what, what percentage does, uh, does the SBA guarantee? Does it vary per, by loan program, by, you know, what is the range or the percentage? Yeah, so it varies by loan program and by size. It's typically anywhere from 50% to 90%. Most of our loans that we do, we do traditional 7A loans, which is the largest program that the SBA offers by a wide margin, they are uh, either 75 or 85% guaranteed by the government. Okay. And so is it a larger, what, what dictates whether it's 75 or 85? Over, from a dollar amount standpoint. Okay. Uh, and so if it's a larger dollar amount, it's 75. And if it's a smaller dollar amount, it's 85. Okay. Okay. So then let's just talk, let's just talk about the borrowers for a little bit, the small business owners. I mean, I guess, You've talked about that you've you've got a you, you've got a purely online process, and that's that's obviously going to be very helpful. You know, what are the biggest challenges for small business owners who who are thinking about a loan and the, and they've they've kind of they've got a negative opinion of the SBA loan simply because of the of the challenge of filling it out? But what, so, what are the big challenges? Well, from a small business perspective, with all of our research, when we look at kind of what most important to them and sort of what are kind of what is their needs hierarchy and and you know how how do they kind of uh think about lending or getting a loan it's say yes to the amount i need in a way i can repay it at a rate that i want in a fast and easy way and those are sort of the key things that we hear from our customers are the most important things so whether it be an SBA loan that they're going after or some other loan, it's, if, if they can get to a yes uh, for the amount that they need with a, with a low monthly payment that works for them, with a low rate that, that they like, and it's a fast and easy process, then it works. And so what we've done, again, is really attempt to turn things upside down, where most small businesses in the country, they know that hey, if they can get an SBA loan, fantastic. They're the gold standard. They're going to have, I mean, we our, our rates right now are, you know, 6.5%. The terms on our sub-350 loans are 10 years. Our terms on our commercial real estate loans up to $5 million are 25 years. And so that's going to result in the lowest monthly payment for them. So they've got a low rate, low payment. It's just a question of can they get to a yes? for the amount that they need in a fast and easy way. And so those are the pieces that we focus on from a technology perspective to make things kind of fit better for small businesses. So we encourage all small businesses, come to us first. We will tell you quickly if it's going to be a yes or a no. And if it's a yes, you're not going to find or you're likely not going to find a better priced product, certainly with a lot, with a, a term as long as ours that results in a, a monthly payment as, as low as ours. Right, right. So then, I guess, what who are, who are the typical small businesses, or does, does it go across the board? I mean, who, you know, you process so you process a lot of loans so far. Do you have a, you know a, a profile or a, or, a, or a typical borrower? Yeah, uh, we certainly with our working capital loans less than three hundred fifty thousand. 
our typical borrowers, they're profitable businesses. They're doing anywhere from 500000 to $2 million a year in revenue. They've got uh, net income from 50000 a year to probably 250000 a year. They've got five-plus employees. Again, they're all 50 states. The owners of the business generally have good credit. And most importantly, the businesses have the cash flow to support their loan payments. The good thing with uh, an SBA loan, like the ones that we offer, they've got a very, very long term, so a 10-year term on a working capital loan. So the monthly payments are going to be as low as possible. But if they're borrowing $100,000 and their monthly payment is $1,100 a month, they have to be able to show us that they can afford to pay $1,100 a month and make that payment. I mean, the last thing the borrower wants or, or, or we want is to put somebody into a loan that, where they can't afford to make the loan payment. Right. And it's all different types of industries. We, we're not focused on any one vertical, and it's all types of companies. It's really a wide kind of range. We also, interestingly, uh, different than a traditional commercial bank, or conventional loan, about a third of our loans are to women-owned businesses. Uh, and with a, a traditional bank, it's more like 5%. Even though women-owned businesses make up a third of the businesses in the U.S. And so we actually match the U.S. statistics so women-owned businesses are getting their fair share from us. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's a that's a conversation for another day. But that's that, that's yeah. That's, that's a that's a terrible number. That uh, as far as the banks are concerned. But uh, anyway, we we, we will we'll yeah. move on. What, I'm curious about how you how you find these borrowers. I mean, are they. I mean, you're doing online marketing. I mean, offline marketing. I mean, you're not a household name yet, like a Wells Fargo or a Chase. But so, how are you finding these borrowers? Well, I, a couple different ways. We work with, with partners across the country. So, for example, we actually have built and we host a lending center for Sam's Club. And Sam's Club, many people don't know, about half of their customers are small businesses. And they have several million small business customers that shop in Sam's Club uh, every week. And uh, their customers can go to samsclub.com and answer a few questions in the lending center that's on their site, and it will pop up with a response or suggestion to either come to us, to Lending Club, and they've got a small business product, uh, or to get Sam's private label business credit card. And so it's through partnerships like that where we borrowers uh, will find us. And then from an online perspective, we've really become the leading place for businesses come online. So if they're doing a Google search, they're likely uh, coming to us. And so that, that's traditionally how we, how we will find customers. Right. Well, so if you're getting people coming on your site from the Google search, there's got to be a large percentage of those that will not pass muster. So what do you do for the borrowers who who you can tell right away are not going to qualify for an SBA loan. Yeah, well, actually what we've built, and we've built this into the technology, Peter, so we will tell the borrowers uh, why they didn't qualify. We'll let them know what they need to do to improve their business credit or personal credit uh, or financials and what they can do to come back to us and get an SBA loan at a later date. 
And we'll actually, the software is built in such a way that we will reach out to them if, it, if there's a time-based reason why they, they didn't pre-qualify. We'll reach back out and say, hey, it's been 90 days and, you know, something, you know, whatever it is, you know, could have fallen off your credit report by now. Uh, come back to us. It's actually a soft pull on credit to get somebody pre-qualified. So we will help the borrower figure out a way to hopefully get an SBA loan at some point in the future if they can't qualify now. So, so you're not monetizing these guys, but these people by sending sending them to you know on deck or funding circle or cabbage. Yeah, you know what? We will we'll talk to folks if they're in desperate need of financing. We'll, we can certainly recommend some of those folks, you know, funding circle, you know, or others that you mentioned, and then they can come back to us at a later date. So that's certainly an option for them if they, you know, if they, if they want to get our advice on kind of what other options are out there. But we, you know, we obviously don't originate those loans or underwrite them, but we're, we're happy if somebody says, hey, can you help me? We'll say, yeah, sure. Here are, here are the other folks that are out there. Okay. Okay. That's good. So, so I just want to talk a little bit about the, your, your recent news. You touched on it earlier. You know, you, you were named the number one provider of SBA loans under $350,000. You know, your press release said you beat out Wells Fargo. So, you know, what does that mean that you're, you know, basically a four, you know, four-year-old startup has uh, has now doing more SBA loans than a hundred and fifty-year-old bank or whatever? What does does that What does that mean? Does that mean banks are doing a bad job, or you're just doing a ma- an amazing job? Well, or, or both. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what it means is that we are very focused on meeting customer needs in the market. And that means getting to yes more often, getting somebody a great low rate and a low monthly payment with a, a with an easier process than they could get a traditional bank. And I think small businesses are coming to us because we're able to meet their needs better than uh, than others in the market. That being said, you know, Wells Fargo, they, from an overall standpoint, they are number one in SBA loans. They do 2 billion SBA loans every year. Mm-hmm. What, where we're, and where our bank partners have combined to, to do more loans than, than they have is with traditional 7A loans under 350. Right. Uh, so I would say when we think about our plans going forward, we'd certainly, you know, have our, have our eyes set on, on being number one for for all SBA loans, but this this is a, a really nice achievement for us, and I think a validation of how technology can how a, a technology company like ourselves can partner with a bank or with several banks to create a marketplace and an ecosystem that can deliver on customer needs better than a bank could just by themselves or better than a financial technology company could just by themselves. But this, this partnership and this ecosystem we've developed is, I, I think, the way to really meet the needs of the small businesses across the country. And, and so that, that, that's what I think it shows. Right. That sounds good. I feel like it's interesting to me that, you know, that, that you've been able to do this in, 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 a, in a pretty short time. As you say, it does point to a, an unmet need. So a banks, I mean, are you, are you said you were going to add more banks. I mean, I imagine there'd be some banks that would be, you know, beating a path to your door saying, we want to, 
we want to come on board too, because if they, you know, particularly if they if they want to increase their small business lending, and there's there is obviously, you know, there has been an increase in bank activity in this space in recent years after a fall off in the financial crisis. So are you? I mean, you're actively courting new banks. Are you, are you gonna in in if we talk again in a couple of years' time, you're gonna have like 20 banks on your platform or or what? Yeah, uh, we are adding new banks. As I mentioned, we were adding two in in Q1 of of 2017, and I, I'm not sure we're 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 gonna have ever have 100 banks, but we'll we'll continue to add more. It certainly if if there's a bank that is technology focused and is looking to 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 grow their their portfolio and do things in in an efficient and compliant manner, leveraging technology to do so, then they could be a good part bank partner for us, and we're certainly open to to talk with them. We also what we're doing is we are each bank that we work with again wants to say yes to different things, and so some of our bank partners want to do larger commercial real estate loans. So we have several banks now that are originating commercial real estate loans up to $5 million using our platform. And we recently launched this product to to small businesses across the country where they can actually pre-qualify for a $5 million commercial real estate loan in just a few minutes from their phone and actually do the entire application from their phone. We've made the process much easier for them to apply for and then get a loan, which which could they could either purchase commercial real estate or they could refinance an existing loan. And so, as we add new bank partners, we're also able to customize the software to fit what what they're looking to do to uh, to build their their business as well. All right. Okay. Well, we're out of time. I could certainly chat a lot longer about this, but I, I really uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. It was uh, fascinating to learn uh, to learn more about your company. Thanks, Evan. Peter, thank you for having me. Okay, see ya. I've been a small business owner my whole career. My father was a small business owner, so I, I, I've got a soft spot for small business lending, and I, I really enjoy stories that help sort of make the small business owner's life easier. And that's clearly what the smart biz folks have done. You know, they exemplify in many ways what's great about online lending, and that is it's taking an old and inefficient process that was primarily offline, bringing it online, making it more efficient, making it easier, and allowing the capital to flow more smoothly smoothly. And that's, you know, clearly SmartBiz are doing a great job um, at that. They've become the number one provider, as I said, of small SBA loans. And I think for me, this is so important because small businesses you know, are such a the lifeblood of this country and they need access to capital and they need it, they need it in a quick and efficient way. And if you can save you know, 10 or 20 hours of time that a small business owner doesn't have to go through this arduous application process, that's 10 or 20 hours that he can devote to his business and that will you know, increase economic activity and be a win for everybody. Anyway, on that note, uh, before I sign off, I would just like to give a quick plug to Lendit. We have Lendit USA 2017, uh, where you'll hear about small business lending and much more, actually, uh, March 6th and 7th in New York. Go to lendit.com to find out more, and I hope to see you there. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.